Welcome to the podcast of Maranatha Ministries. I'm Rick Frank, Senior Pastor of Maranatha, and I pray you'll be blessed by today's message. You can access all of our church information by going to our website at www.mmchurch.com or on all social media by searching at mmchurch. And now be blessed by listening to today's message. Amen. And it is, it is so good to see everyone back in the house of God. And we're going to continue on with our uh, messages that I have been preaching virtually online, uh, talking about Gideon and you. This is going to be part three. I'm reading from Judges chapter 6. I'm reading verse 7 and 8. The Bible says here that when the people of Israel cried out to the Lord on account of the Midianites, um, it's interesting that it's, it's oftentimes difficult times that get us to cry out to the Lord. The Lord sent a prophet to the people of Israel, and he said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I led you up from Egypt, and I brought you out of the house of bondage. Aren't you glad God brought us out of the house of bondage? Praise the Lord. Our God is good. I want to talk again about Gideon and you. This is going to be part three. If you have not... Uh, seen any of the other parts because you, for one reason or another, weren't aware. All of our uh, services have been online. They will continue to be online. You can find those on YouTube, again, by searching Maranatha Ministries UPC, bring you to our YouTube page. All of our sermons are there, and the, the previous sermons on this series that I'm teaching and preaching from are there also if you want to get yourself caught up. Amen? Praise God. Let's clap our hands one more time for Jesus, and then you can be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, God bless you. I do want to just uh, quickly recap a couple of things. We talked about the fact that God uses terrible times to get us to do our job sometimes. Let's face it, sometimes when the, when the times are easy, we kind of let things slide. And uh, we know that we should be praying every day, and we should be fasting weekly, and we should be attending church, and we should be worshiping, and we should be reading our Bibles. And sometimes those things slip, but when tough times come, we get to business, don't we? And we need to understand that we need to get to business, and that's we talked about that. We talked about the fact that we, we can't just sit back and pray for change or demand others to change we must be the change that we want to see in our world. Amen? And I will try not to forget those of you sitting up in the balcony to look up every once in a while. This is, this is new to me. So God bless all of you up in the balcony. Amen. Praise God. So we need to be the change that we want to be. We also talked about the fact that God sees a lot more than what we see. We don't always see the whole picture we just see our little piece of it, and sometimes it doesn't always make sense. But God wants us to know who we are and why He put us where we are and the job He gave us to do. And my question in one of my sermons previously was this, do you know who you are? Do you know what you're supposed to be doing? You've been washed in the blood. You've been sanctified in the Spirit. You've been filled with the Holy Ghost. You've got an inroads with Almighty God. You know the power of Jesus' name. Never forget who you are. Don't ever forget that. 
We talked about the fact that our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of the strongholds. That's our job. Our job is to pull down spiritual strongholds in our community so that we can fight a spiritual fight and do the job we've been called on to do. The Bible says that we are His own special people. Can you say amen? So today I want to talk about the fact that God confirms His priorities and His promises with His presence. How many of you felt the presence of God when you came into this place today? Let me tell you something. We have done some wonderful changes, physical changes in the building, and I know. And one of the first things someone said to me when they walked in, they looked around and said, wow, this building looks phenomenal. Now you need to replace the lights. <laughs> Everything looks new and fresh. The lights are old school. But they, they, they give me some, some cheap ways of making it look modernizing. But... Let me not get off the point here. God confirms His priorities with His presence. And we have made a lot of changes in the physical building. It is high time we make changes in the spiritual world around us. What good does it do to fix up this physical building if we do not fix up the spiritual building? Can someone say, Amen. So God confirms His priorities with His presence, and I felt the presence of God when I walked into this place this morning at our 8.30 service. I feel Him again when I walk in here at 10.30 with you, and I do not feel Him because there's new carpet on the platform. I do not feel Him because there's new walls behind me. I do not fear, feel Him because there's a new welcome center back there. I do not feel Him because the balcony is cleaned up and ready for use. I feel him because he said, wherever two or three of you are gathered in my name, that's where I'll be. That's why I feel him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And we don't need a, we don't need a packed house. We just need two or three. And if he's here, everything's going to be okay. Now Gideon said... When the, when the prophet spoke and, and referred to him as a mighty man of valor and told him what he was going to do, this is what Gideon said in verse 13. Gideon said to him, O oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, how many of you believe the Lord is with us? Gideon didn't. He said, if the Lord is with us, then why has all this happened? If the Lord is with us, why has all that's been going on in the world been going on? If the Lord's will is being done in the earth today, why all the calamity? Why all the trouble? Why all the hardship? Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened? Have you ever wondered, forget about society, have you ever wondered your personal life? If God is with me, why are so many things going wrong? Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Why is this breaking down? Why is my body breaking down? Why is my wife sick? Why is this? Why? Have you ever wondered, if God's with us, why so much trouble? He said this, why has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles? that our fathers told us about? Where are the miracles that were wrought at the hands of the Apostle Paul? 
Where are all the miracles I read about when Peter walked by and a shadow healed people? Where are those miracles? Where's all this supernatural stuff? Where are all the miracles which our father told us about? Saying, did the Lord not bring us up from Egypt? What did our fathers tell us about? Our fathers told us about that God would pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. Our fathers told us that if we'll be baptized in His name, He will fill us with that Spirit. That's what our fathers told us about. Where is all the promises of God? And He said this, Now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. That's how they felt. That's how Gideon felt. That's how we feel sometimes. That's how I feel sometimes. We're just human. That's how I feel sometimes. I like the way one version of, and I didn't put the version in here, but, but, but Gideon said, pardon me, my Lord. <laughs> if the Lord's with us, why all the calamity? <laughs> the Lord is with, excuse me? That's what, he's, that's what he's saying. Excuse me? The Lord has abandoned us. But verse 14 of this chapter records something that probably blew Gideon's mind. Just like it would blow your mind if God were to say this to you. The Lord turned to him and he said, and I quote, Go in this might of yours. Go in this might of yours. How many of you feel like a mighty man or a mighty woman of valor? How many of you would stand, jump to your feet today? Is that's me? <laughs> I'm a mighty man of God. I'm a mighty woman of the Almighty. That's who. That you. When you say that, you're talking about me. None of us. Let's be honest. None of us. And yet God spoke to him, and He said, "You, Gideon, go in this might of yours. What might do I have?" I'm going to explain that to you in just a moment, the might that I have, because God said it to him. Go in this might of yours, you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. How about I just change those words for a minute and say, you shall change, shall deliver Schenectady from the hands of the devil. You and me will save Schenectady from the hands of our adversary. And then he said this. You know how you're going to do it? He said, have I not sent you? You see, the power of God is not in my ability or your ability. The power in our work is not in our intelligence. It is not in our talents. The power and the ability to do the work we have is in the one who sent us. If I could not do the job, he would not have sent me. I would not ask somebody to do something that I know they cannot do. Neither would you. So the very fact that God has asked Maranatha Ministries to do anything at all means that He knows we have the ability because He has put the ability in us. I go not on my power, I go on His power. I am sent not by my own strength, but by the strength of the one who told me to go. Can you say amen? 
during the service today, because uh, I'm not used to doing two services, I left all of my headset up here on my, on my pulpit. The song service was going on. I think, oh, where's my headset? I look down, it's on the pulpit. <laughs> I could have come down and gotten it. I could have walked down here. But here's the problem. What would have happened if I walked down this aisle up while well, he's still doing so, worships? If I walked up on, what, what, would you, what would he do? What would our musicians do? They'd all stop playing. They'd think I'm taking back over here. They would say, okay, what's wrong? Are we supposed to be done now? Wouldn't you? You'd all back off, okay? So I didn't do it. You know what I did? I sent someone. Oh, to do a job that I myself could not have done. I sent I. Now, how many of you, when, how many of you noticed Isaac walk up here? And how many of you cared that Isaac was walking up here? How many of you thought, what's he, is he taking over the service? What's going on? Is this, you didn't think a thing. He walked up to the pulpit, he grabbed something, he walked up. You, you know why? Because Isaac's a nobody. <laughs> no, no wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He was able to do a job empowered by me while he was not, in your minds, anything of any importance. Listen to me, friend. You might think you're insignificant. That's exactly why God needs you. You might think you're worth, you, you, you don't matter. That's exactly what would happen if Jesus Christ in the flesh walked down here. We'd all stop everything. But I, I, I can't even do that job. There is a job you can do that no one else can do that God wants to send you to do. And the power for I, I don't want anybody just walking up in this platform whenever you feel like it in the middle of a song service. The power Isaac had to come up here was from the one who sent him. And the power you have to go out into this world and work miraculous deeds is not in your ability or in who you are. It is in the one who sent you. What strength do I have? The strength of the one who told you to go. That's the strength you have. <laughs> Bible said in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, evidenced by speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance according to the Word of God, my friend, you can be filled with the Holy Ghost. And if you're watching us virtually online and you're not sure what I'm talking about and you think this speaking in tongues thing is some weird uh, 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 faction off on the side somewhere, my friend, you are wrong. And we're getting ready to put Bible studies online. We're getting ready to put teachings online. We're getting ready to put discipleship classes online. And we will explain to you how that uh, the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost was outpoured and they began to speak in tongues. It still happens. And when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you are the sent one. You become the sent one. 
You shall be witnesses of me, he said, in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the world. You will be witnesses of me. Why? Because you've got the Holy Ghost. What a God we serve. And I'm going to wrap it up right now with this. You're not used to preaching this short, are you? Get used to it, my friend. I told you, if you're not, how many of you are watching Wednesday nights, Maranatha Live on YouTube or Facebook? I told you this, this past Wednesday night, things are going to be different. The building's going to be different. Everything's going to be different. We are appealing to people who are watching us online continually. Sermons can't go an hour long anymore. People will get 10 minutes into it and shut it off. I'm going to wrap this up right now. When you understand that the power of God is not in you, it is in the one who sent you to do the work. And you are filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name. And that's another subject we're going to be teaching on. Brother McCoy is our life studies uh, uh, administrator. And we're, we're, you and I are going to be sitting down and going over all the curriculums we're going to start putting online. People are going to learn. People are going to know the doctrine. People are going to understand what they need. When you are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, if you've been baptized by sprinkling, you need to be immersed. If you were baptized in the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, you need to do it again in Jesus' name. And I'll prove to you scripturally why you need to do it. I'm not going to take the time now. I will prove to you scripturally. Call me up. Call me up. Our phone number, search Maranatha Ministries UPC. I don't care where you live in the world. Call me up. Check out our website. Get my phone number. Call me up and I'll explain to you why in the Bible they rebaptized people who were not baptized in Jesus' name. I'll explain to you why baptism is by immersion and not by sprinkling. I'll explain to you why receiving the Holy Ghost is evidenced by speaking in tongues and not just because you felt a warm feeling. And my friend, when the Holy Ghost comes on you and you've been washed in the blood, baptized in the name, Psalm 23 takes on a whole new meaning. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want... I have want of nothing because I have Jesus, I have everything. He makes me lie down in green pastures. While the world is in turmoil and burning around me, I lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul and He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. How many of you have ever experienced the Holy Ghost leading you in a different direction than where you thought you wanted to go? Listen to this. He leads me in the paths of righteousness. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not afraid. I fear no evil. Why? Because you're with me. Because Jesus is with me. Think about that. Wherever you are, no matter how bad it is, no matter what storms are raging around you, you are not alone. Thou art with me. 
your rod, not my ability, your staff, not my knowledge, your rod and staff comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies while everyone else is trying to figure out what arms they have and how they're going to battle and what they're going to do and how they're going to fit. You and I are sitting down to eat. Enjoy a meal. But there's a war right out there. I'm enclosed in the presence of the King of Kings. There ain't no war touching me without his approval first. And if he approves it, he's also given me the ability to win it. You anoint my head with oil and my cup is overflowing. Anybody's cup overflowing here this morning? With joy and happiness and peace that passes understanding, my cup is running over. Surely goodness and mercy. Now, who outside of Jesus Christ can make this claim? Goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I close with this. Take heart, Maranatha, friends of Maranatha. Take heart. Why? Because God is still on His throne. Can we stand and clap our hands for Jesus? Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Ministries podcast. If this message touched you, please make sure to subscribe for more sermons from Pastor Frank and the ministry team here at Maranatha, as well as follow us on our social media platforms. We are located in Schenectady, New York, and if you are in the area, we invite you to join us during our weekly Sunday service starting at 10.30 a.m. We look forward to you joining us again next week for another anointed message. Thank you, and God bless.